0: Hello, and welcome to Rocket's Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Microsoft Lists and Pocket Casts. I'm Simone Rochefort, Senior Video Producer at Polygon, and I'm here today with Brianna Wu, Executive Director of Rebellion Pack,
1: and Christina Warren. Uh, <laughs> yes, with a new title and a new job, um, as Senior Developer Advocate at GitHub.
0: senior developer advocate at github as multiple wonderful people have pointed out on twitter predicted on twitter i will forget this i'm writing it down right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, but uh i guess we can you know listeners feel free to place bets on like at what point i will delete the title from my show notes document thinking hubristically that i have got it down um and then immediately forget you know place bets on when that will happen it's coming. It, it's, it's definitely can coming.
2: I, can I just say, Christina, this is this is such a good position for you. And we are so proud of you. It is like every skill you've done in your professional life is is leading to this position. And uh, they're lucky to have you. We're just Aww. proud as hell of you. So.
1: Oh, that's so nice. I have like the biggest smile on my face. You saying that that's so sweet. No, thank you so much.
0: I appreciate it. Tell us about like what we can expect from from you and your new job.
1: Yeah, so um, i lots and lots of open source stuff, lots of cool community projects. Um, I'm going to be um, still doing videos and um, you know other types of content out there. Um, uh, this is actually very good news, and this was very unexpected. Much like ne- much like Netflix saved Manifest after NBC canceled it, um, my uh, show that I'd started about uh, three, three four months ago um, for Microsoft <laughs> called the Download is actually going to be going over to GitHub. So oh, it's going to have... Oh, my God. Yeah. So um, it, it will be on the GitHub YouTube channel from now on. Um, I think that it would probably be like next week, I'm thinking, might be our first episode. I'm not sure yet. We're still trying to figure that out. It might be a couple more weeks. Um, but it'll be uh, living there, and the content will change a little bit so that it will be like more, you know, like GitHub-y. But, um, it, but the, the I, I didn't even think that was going to be a possibility, to be honest. I thought I was going to have to like recreate the show that i'd already created um and and i would have been fine with that but uh no that's gonna uh continue on and um uh, just lots of opportunities lots of uh, you know like cool like uh stuff i'm, I'm really excited just this in case awesome. they
2: don't can i recommend a title for you just in case you you don't get the rights to that get stina
1: <laughs> it's right there
2: it's terrible but it's memorable.
1: <laughs> guess, That's
2: for yeah. free. That's, That's my free for free political that. marketing for you right there. Appreciate that.
0: <laughs> All right. We've got a pretty exciting show today for you, um, starting with a story about PlayStation. Woo. PlayStation updates. So PlayStation has long sort of lingered behind the popularity of Microsoft's Game Pass. Uh, they have PlayStation Plus Uh, which gets you online multiplayer access and free downloads every month. Uh, And they have PlayStation Now, which lets you stream games to different platforms like the PC. But Sony is now doing something to... in an attempt to put it on more even footing with Microsoft and Microsoft's Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. It is turning PlayStation Plus into a three-tier system. PlayStation Plus Essential, Plus Extra, and Plus Premium, which i have complaints about the names of but moving on so this this whole system differs from game pass in one notable way that sony has not said that it will be releasing its first party games uh, free to download on this service which of course microsoft does uh with all of its first party titles um as you might expect The more you pay for a tier, the more you get. So Plus Essential is essentially what uh, the current PlayStation Plus is turning into. It costs $9.99. That'll get you your like two or three free downloads every month, access to online multiplayer, access to like members only sales and additional cloud storage. The $14.99 plus extra tier is weird. You get uh, 400. You get all of those uh, aforementioned things and then 400 games uh, available to download through the service. And then at seventeen ninety nine plus premium, you get an extra three forty on top of that four hundred, um, as well as again all of the additional offerings, original offerings, uh, and some of the games are like from PlayStation, PlayStation Two, PSP, and PS three. So they're pretty old games. Um, some of them can only be streamed. Uh, some of them can be downloaded. So it's kind of a it's a it's a confusing and very piecemeal service. Uh, This does sort of simplify the gap between PS now and PS plus Uh, the verge was the verge wrote that a lot of people who are PS now subscribers are also PS plus subscribers. So now they're doing away with PlayStation now and hoping to just convert those people into one of these tiers. Uh, Probably, I guess it would be the plus essential tier is what I would I think they're hoping to do. Right. Um, But uh, it's extra confusing because the plus extra tier uh, costs, you know, more or it costs as much as Game Pass Ultimate, but doesn't include those cloud gaming features that Ultimate has.
1: Or PC uh, access.
0: Or PC access. Yeah. So Game Pass, as a reminder, $9.99 gets you games on Xbox and PC, uh, like free games that you can download, first party games. $14.99 gets you both. Uh, plus the ability to stream games over the cloud. So if you, you know, if you're like me, you start a Moon Glow Bay playthrough on your laptop and then you decide to move it to the Xbox, boom, there it is, uh, as well as access to online multiplayer uh, through Xbox Live Gold. So I, I mean, all of these have confusing and terrible names. But uh, what, what are y'all's initial reactions to Sony's uh, three tier system here?
2: Do you know that Steve Jobs quote, like, if they have a stylus, they blew it? (laughs) Like, Mm. if you have to have a chart to explain (laughs) the value proposition for three tiers, you blew it. Mm. Um, You know, I mean, with with, uh, Xbox, with Game Pass, it's very straightforward, right? You give them money a month. You have a ton of games. You have a ton of new releases, right? The value proposition there is very straightforward. With PlayStation, it's like, well, you don't, Getting new games, but you'll get access to this cloud service and our PlayStation Plus stuff, and you'll get some discounts. It's ass. I mean, it's it's ass. This is bad <laughs> in, in my opinion. I mean, am I being too judgy?
1: Uh, n- no I don't think so okay so <laughs> yeah. so so this is this is like the disclaimer part and and, and it's it's a less of a disclaimer than before but uh, I work for a company owned by Microsoft uh, although I no longer work for Microsoft um so just putting that out there um, and and I obviously now even have less connection with anybody who works on Xbox although I like many of them very much I feel like I'm with you I mean, the naming stuff aside and, and and look uh and it takes a lot for for me to say that like Microsoft was better at naming something because come on. Um, but but like the, the naming issues aside, yeah, I think that when I look at the pricing tiers, that's when I get confused because I don't know why there are three of them. Um, especially I don't understand why the most expensive tier is, is what is it is 18 dollars a month yeah
0: 1799
1: okay so so that's um 3 dollars a month more than um a xbox um ultimate although uh if you obviously um can can spend less if you're willing to uh, pay for a year up front which i think is the only way you can honestly make the case for for any of these things other than the well yeah even the essentials i feel like you need to pay a year in advance uh, I, I think that's the only way that this this really works, mm. um, because it, it, it's it's 120 a year, I believe, um, 100, uh, 100 a year or 60 a year, which is very different from like, what is it? 10, 15, 18. Uh, can't remember. I'm sorry. Wait, what's the math you need? Uh, how much is it monthly? Uh, I know what the annual price oh, is, yeah. but how much is it monthly?
0: Oh yeah, 14.99 for ultimate and 9.99 for regular no, game pass. No, no,
1: no, no, I understand that. I'm saying for the PlayStation thing. They're they're saying oh. that it's going to be $10 a month for um, essentials, I think dollars so. yes. 14.99 right. for plus yeah. extra, 17.99 for plus premium. Okay. So so right. So so at that point what I'm saying is if you were to get any of these, you need to pay a year in advance because yes. 60 100 120 is a far far better deal than, than doing the monthly thing. Like don't do the monthly thing or even the quarterly thing. Don't do that. Um, but I think that's a problem because, uh, you know, on the one hand, $120 a year maximum, if you want to get access to a decent catalog of games, um, uh, for some people that might not be a big deal. I think the problem though, is that you're not getting the first party day one games. And that is the whole raison d'etre of, like, the PlayStation. Like, that's why the PlayStation has led the Mm -hmm. console ecosystem for the last two generations. And so I I feel like – and Sony, I think they said to, like, one one of the um, uh, trade pubs, they were like, well, we we can't make the the finances work on that. Okay, well, if the finances can't work on that, which is fair, if if you're saying, look, we don't think that on a subscription pricing that at $15 a month we could get people to – um, you know, uh, we, we we would see too much churn is basically what they're saying. People wouldn't buy our $70 games. That's fine. But then in my mind, you need to have a lower cost on your subscription.
2: Oh, I think that's dead on. It's That's the problem is it's priced way too high. You know, additionally, the premium tier here, Right. So they're saying the premium tier that we are going to offer, if you're going to give us $18 a month, which is a huge chunk of change for any subscription service, right? What do you get this extra? You get original PlayStation games, PS2, and PS3 games, right? Mm-hmm. You would want that. Like if you're offering PlayStation games, some of them are for 1996 at 97. That's a really, really hardcore dedicated offer. Right. So an audience like that is really going to be interested in the very best, right? You're going to want it emulated. You're going to want trophy support. You're going to want FPGA quality, or at the very least, you're going to work with the best open source projects out there, like the PS3 open source project Mm -hmm. to emulate that very uh, difficult uh, multi-concurrent processor, (laughs) uh, Motorola monstrosity that was so hard to develop for. Like You're really getting that right aren't you and the answer is no the answer is no Mm -hmm. you know it's not that you know sony is not willing to go front the money that they would need for a really top tier continuous development team for a PlayStation 3 emulator to have that working. Mm. yeah, This is gonna work through PlayStation now, much of it. Right. So the real question here is, like for that $17 a month, for people like me and you, Christina, mm-hmm. who play these games, who yep. know these games, who love these games, is this going to be a better experience, really fundamentally, than just like running it on your PC through emulation? I don't think that it is. And, you know, it's with. Game Pass, there's no point where you're, like, sacrificing quality, right? There's no Mm trade-off that you're making for convenience or corporate profit here. Yeah, so much stuff is backwards compatible on that. Right, right. Well, it's all x86. It
1: it is all x86, but even in those cases, because they have, you know, custom stuff, like, they worked really, really hard on getting the emulation when they do need to emulate as good as they can. Like that's been something that like in terms of like the, the Xbox, you know, uh, one games and stuff like that's been something that they've worked really, really hard on that. They've made it like an actual investment in. So, yeah. you know, which isn't to say that, that Sony do it doesn't have a, a more difficult uh, journey with that. They do. But as you say, there are open source projects, there are other things there, there's stuff that could be done. It, and, and I would say, I would even venture to say like, if you could show that your streaming situation was going to be better for those games than what it currently exists and we don't have any proof of that at all then for some of us we would we would still we would be like all right this is annoying but maybe we'll do it but uh, you know i i think that it's going to be the same kind of garbage that has already existed um it's mm-hmm. just more garbage and um i don't know I, th- I feel like the biggest thing is i feel like if they could have come in Because the big thing here is, and again, like I realize that there is technically a PC thing, but it's really only a streaming play. Like you're streaming it off your console. It's really not a PC solution. I honestly feel like the move here would have been if you're, especially if you're not doing day and date stuff, and especially if the big titles that you are bringing are all a year plus old at this point, which means that they're selling for 20 um, bucks, less sometimes even on sales um, uh, out of the gate. I think that your move would be to have this, if this were a $10 a month service. Um, and, 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 you know, uh, I'm not even saying bundle it in at at 60 bucks a year. I'm saying if you just straight up said that this was a $10 a month service, I feel like you could have, uh, you could get a a ton of people on board, but when you start to go into 15 and 18 a month, um, Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think it makes sense for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. Especially I, to return to the first party games question, I believe uh, it makes sense to me that they wouldn't be able to make it work financially. And yet somehow Microsoft does. right? Or they're eat that. I fully expect that they're eating some cost there. Oh, I'm sure they are. it's an incredibly popular service and people pay for it because that's one of the offerings. And I think people are very likely to subscribe and just kind of have it sitting around because eventually a game is going to come out and they're going to, you know, download the new Halo game and they're going to play it for a right. couple weeks or something but yeah. they're gonna keep the service they're gonna um, keep the service i
1: i yeah. mean I, I obviously have no idea about what this would be i would have to look at other reporting for this but i have to imagine that churn is probably lower than it is on similar services like you see yeah. pretty decent churn on streaming services i have to imagine it's it's fairly low on a service like game pass Well, yeah
0: especially when you're bundling like you're bundling in online multiplayer access exactly. there so well, I was you just gonna play say, any yep. online game yeah Maybe you're not continuing to play Halo, but you're going back to Destiny or whatever, what have you, your game that you've played for five years now. So you're keeping (laughs) that service.
2: (laughs) I just I want to like so this was just reported today what the PlayStation Plus games are for April. So if you pay for PlayStation Plus, what are you getting for your, your money over there? Uh, you're getting hood outlaws and legends you're getting spongebob squarepants battle for bikini bottom (laughs) and you're getting slay the spire slay the spire is a good game yes and you know all these games are a certain threshold of quality but let's get real like for game pass you get the new halo which is, a, yeah. it's not my game, but it's many people's games. You get Forza Horizon 5, which is excellent. So this is not just a problem for April. This model has been fundamentally flawed for a very long time. And I just, I, 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 feel, I feel like Sony really has a, a, a position in the market because, the controller this generation was really, really good. If you like narrative games, generally speaking, Sony is a better platform for that. But this is just, it's an S show and it continues to be an S show. And it's frankly embarrassing that they're trying to you know, run this in the press and compete with Game Pass when they just don't have the product
1: flat out.
0: Yeah, it seems like an attempt, but a, a very a, one that is kind of missing the point of what makes Game Pass so popular. Mm-hmm.
1: That's what I think. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think that that was always um, the the sales pitch of, of Game Pass was always that it was g- going to be the Netflix of gaming. And it is proven to be that. Right. And uh, mm-hmm. and, and and I think uh, and another aspect of this too, is that for better or worse, like, and, and some of them might just, dis- we don't know what it'll be, but studios and indies and other people I've gotten involved on, they've jumped on the game pass train too. And there's nothing yeah. to say that Sony couldn't encourage that, but it doesn't seem like that's the focus at all. And, um and, and that's, there've been, I, I've talked to studios. I've talked to developers who have made money on game pass because it's gotten in front of way more people than they would have otherwise. So, you mm-hmm. know, I, Again, I don't know what investment it would take from Sony for this, but I think you're right, both of you. I think that this kind of misses what yeah. what makes Game Pass work. What if
2: they went in like the the PlayStation Three open source uh, project, right? And you know this, I my God, better than any of us. Like if you're working for GitHub, there's a real problem with open source projects like having funding. I am of the opinion that you know corporations that use open source technology mm-hmm. should just flatly pay the engineers, like the professionals that they are, and fund this. I don't understand why Sony will go out and invest in Evo, the fighting game tournament, right? But they won't announce a top-tier service like this that's been speculated about for literally years uh, and just like say, look, we're making a huge commitment to the PlayStation 3 open-source project, right? We're going to give them... Uh, I don't know, $30, $40 million a year in this. We're in this for the long run. Something like that would show a real commitment to making this a top-tier service, right? You could have them like, go and form something with the kingmakers of the PS1 era, right? Say, mm-hmm. look, we are going to bring top-tier development top tier emulation from the PS1 of Final Fantasy Tactics right people my age would go back crazy for that right <laughs> and they're just not thinking about that you know i don't want to play any of these games through playstation now i'm sorry it
0: sucks and they they had a shot here and
2: they just completely missed it
0: all right This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Microsoft Lists. Are you looking for a new way to track and manage work and life from start to finish? Microsoft Lists is here to help clear your brain space and get organized. And it all starts at lists.live.com. Microsoft kicked off a preview program to try Lists with your Microsoft account, all designed for small business and individual use. Start by creating and sharing your list with your work colleagues, partners, your soccer team, or your neighbors. You might uh, create a list of books or movies for your monthly meetings. Track home improvement and important receipts throughout the year. Build out team rosters for your soccer team or volunteer group. At lists.live.com, you can get started quickly with ready-made templates. Use filters and views to visualize your information, which means you can have one list with many views. And then you can share lists as links to get other people's thoughts and work together. You can do a lot with lists. The ready-made templates save you time, or you can start blank and add in exactly what and how you want to track your information. It is super flexible and great for gift idea lists, playlists or media lists for books and movie clubs, uh, as well as receipt collection. Uh, Personally, uh, it is tax season. I know that it's March. It's the end of March. In fact, we're nearing the end of tax season. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> imagine how much easier your life could be if you had things like g- gas receipts from commuting in, in, in Microsoft lists. If you had, say, purchases, work-related purchases that you'd made that you wanted to write off. Uh, just keep a list of them. Uh, subscriptions that you pay for that you could write off, for example. Keep a list. Hey, imagine, imagine being organized and prepared <gasps> oh. for tax season on March 31st. Wow, oh, it's incredible! Another great idea for this would be uh, quests, a uh, quest tracker. Because uh, Elden Ring, in this scenario, you play Elden Ring, uh, doesn't have a quest tracker. Um, I've been keeping a, a physical one in a journal, which I think is super duper cool. But uh, if you are, if you are more uh, typing minded, if you don't want to keep a written list. This would be a great place to make a little quest tracker. And then it would be actually it'd be better because uh, I'd be easy to update like when and if the NPC moves like, hey, they're in this location now. And here's previously what's happened before. Whereas the problems that I run into with my physical list is that, you know, the NPC will move or something will change. But I've already like filled out a few more NPCs and I've run out of space to like add information to that first one. So just some scenarios for you. Go and try the preview for Microsoft Lists now at no cost. Go to your browser and type in lists.live.com. That is lists.live.com. Sign up, sign in, and track what matters most. Check it out and let Microsoft know what you like and any feature requests. Our thanks to Microsoft for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Disclosure Christina's employer GitHub is owned by Microsoft. Ah, let's talk about this tiktok situation (gasps) a tiktok situation everyone says what could it be uh there's a new report from taylor lawrence and drew harrell out in the washington post uh discussing how meta facebook's parent company has been engaging the conservative consulting firm uh targeted victory i believe among others in a pr campaign against tiktok using strategies that um politicians love to use against each other but among tech companies uh, specifically targeted victory has been paid to seed op-eds and other uh, opinion stories pinning dangerous social media trends on tiktok including some social media trends that started on facebook um in uh, additional communications uh from targeted victory uh one of their goal posts was to get the message out that while meta is the current punching bag TikTok is the real threat, especially as a foreign-owned app that is number one in sharing data that young teens are using. A director for the firm wrote that in a February email, according to uh, the Washington Post story. Uh, One of the quote-unquote bonus points uh, for targeted victory would be to deflect attention, deflect Congress's attention from Meta's own antitrust uh, uh, situation (laughs) that's happening in Congress. So nothing illegal happening, but certainly uh, something shady and a signal, I think, of Meta's you know, position on the back foot as a as the the owner of two apps, Instagram and Facebook. One of which is has just like completely lost its its hold on youth, and the other of which is uh, losing in terms of video content to um, to TikTok. I would actually we didn't talk about this in the um, in our planning, but I would pair this with a story from Rebecca at Vox about how Instagram users hate using reels um, and are seeing like Instagram is heavily, heavily pushing and financially incentivizing creators on Instagram to use reels and make videos and like is showing those videos to people. And the creators themselves are saying, like, we don't like making these videos. We actually like we consider Taking photos and writing captions for those are skill set, but we're seeing views on these things drop uh, because Instagram is not surfacing them because it's trying to make reels their TikTok competitor work. Um, I'll put that in the show notes as well. What do y'all think about uh, this story? Hmm. Yeah, you
2: go first, Christine.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I mean, I think this is hilarious and, and completely predictable. I have to say, what a great scoop on, from the Washington Post getting so access to those emails. Like, honestly, really, really, really good work. Um, I, I I, mean, just the, the brazenness of this. Uh, I, I'm not surprised. Um, I'm surprised they got caught, I guess. Uh but what's, what's interesting to me is, look, and we've talked about this for the last couple of years on this show. I think there are legitimate reasons to be concerned about TikTok. I also think that TikTok was turned into a boogeyman by the last administration for reasons that it turned out they didn't really believe in because it was all about – it seems to have been all about. Let me be clear about that. Allegedly, my my opinion um, It what was that it, it was all about trying to really skim money off the top of a deal – Rather mm-hmm. than actually uh, caring about you know the the, the um, um, PRC having control of of this thing that is uh, in the hands of the youth, um, That said, I mean, I do think that it is notable that they are trying to spread like the the you know like uh, the message that all these dangerous things are starting on TikTok. When they're starting on Facebook. Like I just love the I just love the irony in that. And I think it's great. And it also reminds me who was the who was the congressman or the senator, whoever it was, who got confused about furries. Oh God, this was so funny. I, I have a text message about it. I'll pull oh, it up, but go God, ahead and that explain was so the situation. This week. I
2: laughed at that and watched it
1: like ten times. Nebraska State Senator Bruce
0: Bosselman.
1: Oh yes. So the, so the state senator was was convinced that I mean, look there are plenty of reasons to dunk on furries. We can all dunk on furries. And I'm not, not even,
0: anymore. Not in 2022, baby.
1: I'm not That's even. That's over. Uh, well, look, I'm not kink shaming, but I can still like, I can still privately laugh and think that like, look, you do you. I'm not going to judge you, but I can still laugh at this. Anyway, what I'm saying is, is that like there, there are plenty of reasons and jokes. I, I'm. It, not everyone has to agree with me, but that's just where I stand. But, <laughs> no, but like,
2: no, I was just thinking about a bunch of furries, like that being the the community that we finally piss off. on. Right. Rocket, the, 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 the right. That.
1: And, and I'm like, I'm not <laughs> even, I'm like, like, I'm not even like against you. I'm like, you do what you do. You, I'm just allowed to like privately to myself, like be like, not something I'm into. Um, but like, it, Basically completely confused what furries are and then like spread this this like completely false rumor that the kids in like elementary schools and middle schools are now um, for thinking they're cats and are requiring litter boxes or else uh, they <laughs> will. Well, so you're, you're, yeah, the you're rumor gonna have to... was that,
0: <laughs> yeah, teachers were putting litter boxes in their elementary school classrooms for children to use. Which is just not happening. It's no, just it's not. not true. Ew.
1: It's completely <laughs> false. And so I was, what would be wonderful would be if this rumor somehow started on Facebook and then was attributed oh. to TikTok and then was really the work of this, of this um, um opera, of, of this like, you know, campaign. Oh, that like would campaign. be so
0: freaking funny.
1: That was the first thing I thought when I heard that. I was like, I bet that the, the, the and you're going to believe me, I bet that the bull**** like, uh, um, you know, like uh, litter box story came from this campaign.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you, except with the furry comment. I don't agree or disagree with that. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, what I was going to say is, you know, this is really closer to my current professional work, uh, which is, yeah, frankly, it's it's negative ads, it's oppo, it's, it's talking to reporters, trying to get stories out there and all of that. And... You know there's there's nothing inherently unethical or illegal about hiring a strategy firm to try to get nasty stories out there on a competitor though. It's certainly, I think most of us here would agree. It feels very monopolistic. Um, what I think I would really criticize here is who are the journalists that like ran a lot of this stuff without really going and checking it out. Like I realized local journalism is like a skeleton <laughs> <laughs> at this point <laughs> and it's underfunded, but like one of these happened right here in Massachusetts, right? Oh, tell me. Like, uh, well, it was one of the stories that they that they mentioned in in the piece. Uh, you know, it was about uh, basically getting the. Uh, it wasn't the parent slap challenge, but it was another one. Oh, the uh, that teacher was mentioned. slap. Yes, teacher slap uh, challenge in there. Uh, yeah, that that was run here in Massachusetts. So, you know, if you have. Local press that's running this stuff, and you're getting tips from your friend that works at a, you know, yeah. an attack <laughs> a, at, a, at a attack strategy group. That's something you really want to go check out and make sure that it's true. That was my one thought about that. My other thought is a little less related to this, but y'all, I am so tired of seeing Taylor get static on twitter this piece that she reported out is a big important story like go read it this took a lot of research she got all of her her facts right and for whatever reason you have maggie haberman like throwing down and throwing Mm -hmm. shade on her Mm -hmm. on twitter and other people and i know for a fact that she is Harmed by a lot of these, frankly, harassment campaigns against her. And I just, I flat out don't get it. She's doing a critical beat that, frankly, older people just cannot do because your brain is just not wired that way. She's breaking big story after big story. And I have no doubt that when the history books are written on this era of journalism, her name is going to be there very prominently. And I'm tired of her not getting. Credit for the work that she does. Does does that make sense?
1: No, totally, totally. Um, I mean, like, uh, we're we're fans of Taylor uh, here. Um, also, Maggie's not even that much older than Taylor, so it's it's a stupid like punch <laughs> down. I, I mean, it's true, and so it's a stupid punch down from from Maggie's position. And you're right. No, but this is this is real, really, really good reporting. And I think to me, like, it, this is why you hire brands. This is why you hire stars because they're able to get you stories like this. So, uh, I, that's all I'll say. Yeah,
0: I I think to go back to your point about um, local news uh, outlets that reported on this stuff, I think the the age thing, I hate to say it, might be part of the issue in that these trends and stuff, they're really hard to track down to their source. Uh, That is a skill unto itself. And it's not that like a, a seasoned reporter couldn't do it, but and it these services are pretty labyrinthine and TikTok especially makes it very difficult to to Figure like out. get granular on topics that you are researching.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'll say another thing too, though, because- Interestingly, yeah. you do have a lot of young people who work at those local stations because they pay nothing. Um, and, and unless yeah, yeah. you're unless you're in like a top tier market, which means unless you are in New York, um, Los Angeles, or Chicago, you don't get paid anything on um uh, local news. And even then, the only people who get paid things are like your your big high up people. So mm-hmm. I don't even think it's so much an age thing, although I think that might be part of it. But a lot of it is that it's a time thing and it's a resource. Yeah, thing. they don't have any people, and you have to, you have to turn around. You know, four hours of news um, a day. Sometimes, um, you know, depending on what market you're in and, and whatnot. Sometimes even more than that, and and you've got to get it done. So you get a tip from someone. You might not even know that it is coming from this Oppo form, You know, it could just be coming from some other you know way. You you look into it. You think that it's interesting. You report on it because you you have to fill the time, and and then that can create. And this is, I think, what those what these strategy, strategy firms count on, which, as you say, Bree, it's I don't think there's anything um, I, I, w- I would I don't know how what the ethics of it is. I think that it's completely allowable and everyone does it. But I think that they obviously use the fact that a lot of times these things will be reported in the news to then ship that information. See, this has been vetted by the press and then and then the, um, uh, you know, people in Congress go ahead and and. Build that into their their stump speeches, so mm-hmm. you know.
0: And I, I'm sure there's also a reality in that, like even if something starts on Facebook, it's not going to go viral outside of Facebook as a Facebook post. If right. it does go viral, it'll go viral on TikTok because it's more shareable. Which is not to say that like anyone is resolved uh, of their responsibility there. But um hang on, my doorbell's ringing. I'll be right back. <laughs>
2: No, I just think I, I mean I have certainly developed relationships with reporters, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I get a a big story about say, you know, uh, gender inequity in the game industry, mm-hmm. right? I've certainly called up reporter friends and pitched that story to them and gotten things covered. Um the difference is the stuff I say checks the frack out. Right. And I'm willing to give people that will, the reporter people that will go on the record and, and cooperate that. Right. Like if I weren't willing to do that, I would expect that reporter; it would hurt the relationship, right? And generally speaking, they do ask those kinds of questions. So, I hear what you're saying, especially on the local newsbeat. Like, I realize it pays nothing.
1: Like, you're under time. They don't have the time. Like, they're
2: crunched. Yeah. yeah, I
1: mean, I mean, I, I know what it's like to have to do a script for that sort of thing, and and I have a lot of sympathy for them. I'm not absolving them of it, uh, sure. but I think, but I think it's one of the reasons why. Most people don't take local news seriously, even though it has a really big impact on um, other stuff. But but why it has the fallen reputation that it has, it's it's all kind of a a uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. But, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, I think definitely we should have better reporters, better people doing that stuff. I just feel like in these cases, I would be more concerned, I guess, if you saw national outlets taking this on. And sometimes you do. Um, but and I, I think that's when um, you can really come at it. But like the, the the local affiliates, yeah, I I feel like it's one of those things that we should all kind of be worried about if we had to go to uh, go through and kind of vet all of the various stories the local affiliates do. I mean, think about how many this one herb, you know, will will you know will reduce your <laughs> risk of this. I mean, like that's you know like that's just stuff they do because they've got to fill four hours of news a day.
0: Hi guys, I'm back. You're Hi. back. Good. The whole fire department is here. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Are you Any, okay? Yeah, i do, do you have a gas
0: leak? Um, listeners, before we recorded, before we started recording today, I was like, man, I feel kind of nauseous, and I'm paranoid because I feel like I smell gas. Um, <laughs> long story short, I don't know. The fire department came in. They said they didn't smell it in my apartment, but it might be upstairs. So. I might be having some kind of gas-induced um, illness.
2: Simone, why don't you let Christina and I finish the show and Should I go get somewhere that's yeah. safe? Yeah. What if
0: I do the ad read and then I'll go? Okay. <laughs> okay. You're such a pro. You're such a pro. We love you. <laughs> this episode of Rocket is brought to you by Pocket Casts. How good is the app you're currently using to listen to this podcast? Does it mix your music and podcasts into one confusing experience? Like, much like with my life right now. <laughs> Does it have all the features you need? Is it thoughtfully designed by people that listen to podcasts each and every day? Well, why not try something new? Pocket Cast is built by podcast listeners for podcast listeners. No matter how you listen to podcasts, Pocket Cast has you covered. Pocket Cast seamlessly syncs your listening progress across iOS android web and it supports amazon alexa and sonos smart speakers with carplay android auto and even android automotive support you can listen in your car as well you can enjoy the vibrant constantly updated discovery section too so that you can find your next podcast with ease pocketcast has apple watch support including offline playback for when you're jogging without your phone plus airplay and chromecast support too it has everything It's also fun to check out your listening history and stats. Uh, And this is a clever feature. It automatically rewinds podcasts a tiny bit if it's been a while since you listened, which is super useful for me, a person who falls asleep listening to podcasts. Uh, You can catch up easily. So I this is awesome. Uh, All of these features are super useful. I'm very interested in the history one uh, because I I. I tend to like totally when I start a new podcast, I will listen to it nonstop forever. And then once I catch up and start listening to it like on a weekly basis, I tend to kind of fall off a bit. And I'd be interested in like seeing those patterns replicated across. Uh, across time, across years even. Pocket Cast is completely free to use, but as a listener of this show, you get some exclusive benefits. Go to pocketcasts.com slash rocket to download Pocket Casts and redeem a six-month free trial of all the premium features in Pocket Casts Plus. And if you're already a Pocket Casts user but haven't tried Pocket Casts Plus yet, you too can redeem this offer. Go to pocketcasts.com slash rocket to find out more. Our thanks to Pocket Cast for their support of this show and Relay FM. You go get safe. We don't I'm gonna go outside. Too. I'm gonna yes. get we, breathe some air. Thanks. We, Good night, everybody.
2: So before we do this next topic, I just wanna tell a really quick story. So sure. Christina always tweets a lot about the Academy Awards. I do. Right? So I am watching you talk about something and like I'm watching you just go throughout the evening. And then Christina just goes, did that just happen? (laughs) Oh my God, that just happened. And I'm like, and I say to myself, I'm like, Brianna, okay, on one hand, Christina's way more into this than you are. But she seems genuinely shocked. Maybe I should go over and search the Academy Awards and see if something interesting happened. (laughs) And I do not regret that decision at all. So tell everyone what happened.
1: Yeah, so if you are unaware, which I'm not sure how you could be because this has been, despite many more important um, things happening in the world, this is literally dominated. We are now on day three of this ridiculous discourse. Um, uh, During the Academy Awards on Sunday night... um, uh Chris Rock, uh, who has hosted the awards a number of times, uh, was presenting the award for Best Documentary Film. And in his kind of, you know, like setup to, to introduce the nominees, he was making some jokes about people in the audience. And he um, made a, a, a joke about Will Smith. And then he made a joke about uh, a, a Jada Pinkett Smith and the audience saying that she looked great, that he liked her hair. It looked like she was, you know, getting ready for, for G.I. Jane too. The reference there being that in, in 1996 or something, I don't even know, 95, I don't even know what year it was, uh, Demi Moore shaved her head and was in a film called G.I. Jane. Uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith has um, been open about the fact that she suffers from alopecia and as a result has been shaving her head. And so she was showing off her her uh, bald head and uh, looked great, and, and Rock made a joke about that. At first, uh, the audience kind of laughs. Will Smith is laughing. The camera cuts over to, to Jada. It, it should also be noted they were literally sitting up front center uh, of the setup um, during Oscar night, which uh, is typically what you do for the people that are favored to win one of the big awards. In this case, uh, Will Smith was was heavily, heavily, heavily favored to win Best Actor. We all knew he was going to win Best Actor. So the two of them are like literally like like practically at the stage. and And so the camera cuts to Jada. She is clearly not amused. She's kind of rolling her eyes. Uh, because it's not a good joke. It's it's you know. I'm not even gonna. We'll, we will get into the we will get into the discourse. Oh my God. But without oh, no. but, but even wading into that, because I don't even care about that point. Like, just, just strictly like taking anything out of it aside, it's just, it's kind of a lame joke. It's kind of not funny. It's just kind of old. It's
2: it's not even relevant. Like, G.I. Jane saying. was not even that big a movie when it came out, right? It, it,
1: it wasn't. The only thing that was big about that was Demi shaving her head. Because, right. you know, at the time, you know, she's one of the, well, she still is beautiful. But at the time, especially, she was like, you know, one of the most beautiful women in the world. She was known for having this, this really great hair. And then she shaved her head. And that was that was the promo for the movie. It was like she did striptease and she did that. And like, that's all I really remember about late 90s anymore. But anyway, um, so, you know, she kind of rolls her eyes and and, and he's like, he was like, come on. It was it's a joke. It wasn't even, you know, that bad, Um, which might have been a reference to the fact that in 2016, when notably neither of the smiths attended but when chris rock hosted the uh, oscars he'd made a joke which was much funnier was absolutely true and was also way way meaner um about them which was basically saying that 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 you know jada boycotting the oscars was like him boycotting rihanna's panties he wasn't invited which it's true I'm just going to say it. You can cancel, you can cancel me. You don't cancel Brianna. You can cancel me. But that's 100% true. Jada, it, it look, nothing against her. She seems like a, a nice enough person. She would absolutely not be invited to the Academy Awards unless she's going because Will Smith is invited. That is the only reason she gets to go. I'm sorry. It's I don't get to go at all. I can't so,
2: disagree with that statement. I, I look, that feels I factual to me.
1: I don't get to go at all. So I'm saying all of this from position of someone who will never go. Um, unless I'm in the actual cheap seats. So I'm saying this from a position of someone who at least she gets to go as a plus one, right? Like I'm just, but but being honest, right? So anyway, um, he he makes, as he's kind of like making that quip, all of a sudden Will strolls up to the stage. Now you think, and this is when it cut out on the U.S. broadcast, uh, we later, because of international broadcasts, got to see all of it in its glory. And I have links in the show notes if if you, for some reason, did not catch this. But we um, it, all of a sudden then it pauses. And um, and then when it comes back, and this is why I tweeted, did that actually happen? The the audio is muted. And Will Smith can be seen mouthing, um, keep my um, wife's name out of your effing mouth and 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 that was the thing. He's screaming, and and, and then then you know, kind of shaken. Uh, Chris Rock goes, "This is the greatest night in the history of television." And and then he introduces the award. And I didn't know about the thing that we'll talk about in a second—the slap, which everyone I'm sure has heard about—until I I saw the stuff on Twitter. All I saw was that there'd been this cut, and and when they do that, typically it's because uh, what they do for the U.S. broadcast is they try to uh uh bleep um like like preemptively so usually it's it's on a little bit of a delay and then they try try to you know uh bleep the broadcast and whatnot because there have been another number of instances where people have, have cursed and whatnot and the the FCC gets all up in in a tizzy even though it's okay for Bono to curse and and that's apparently completely allowed, but but if you know Melissa Leo does uh or or if Janet accidentally shows her boob then it's like a whole thing. So, <laughs> right. So um we have so, to have a
2: whole two we, weeks of discourse about that one.
1: Uh, months of discourse on that one. Yeah, but anyway, years, but like really. years yeah. honestly. Right. But but anyway, going back. So at this point I didn't know what precipitated what would happen after that. All I saw was that it looked like he was literally screaming and I, I could see him mouthing what he was mouthing. It was like oh, man, did he actually get really mad about that? And in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, he just started screaming obscenities from the stage, like, from the audience. Like, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, he started screaming back at the stage. That's, wow. No, what actually happened uh, was that he got out of his seat, stormed the stage, went up to Chris Rock, Chris Rock was like, "Uh-oh." And I think he thought that maybe he was going to lightly like, you know, punch him, you know, like like jokingly, like thinking that it's all a joke. No, and, and instead like Will Smith like smacked him across the face. Yep. And 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 then went back to his seat and then screamed obscenities. And the audience, and I I talked to people who were in the press room, I talked to a couple people who were in like the 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 cheap media seats. Everybody there from what I can tell thought at first until this until the obscenities from the um uh you know fr- from his seat started thought that it was a bit because yeah, yeah. Be- be- because again like I said like either thought it was a setup or in my case I, I had assumed like when I first saw it happening it was like. Oh, yeah, he's probably just going to go up and maybe like lightly, you know, kind of like push him. And, and that'll be funny. Like, oh, man, like don't don't say that about my wife. Like, but in a, in a funny way. Right. In a congenial I, way. I
2: think if you're watching the TV broadcast, I can see how you would get that opinion. I saw the clip the first time of the, the I think it was the Japanese broadcast, yep, yep. which is just uncensored. And it's like, yep. oh, no, this is not a bet. This is. Oh, no, 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 no. Totally. Totally. Is, yeah, oh, yeah. no, no. I agree with that. What
1: I'm saying is yeah. when you see him walking up. Oh, You right, think. You, you, that was my yeah. mind. I'm thinking, oh, he's walking up too lightly. You know, kind of did that. Obviously, you see when you see him smack uh, Chris Rock, he goes back down. And then Chris Rock comments. And he was like. Will Smith just smacked the <laughs> out of me, um, and 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 then um, Will Smith starts screaming at him, and and is is very clearly incredibly angry. The audience goes silent. Will Smith, uh, not Will Smith, Chris Rock, kind of dusts himself off, takes a deep breath, says this is great at night in the history of television, and um, then proceeds to uh, introduce the nominees. Then Port Questlove wins his Oscar, has his moment. Frankly, pretty ruined. Uh, yep. He got he got tailored. Um, uh, which, which, uh, is, is, uh, for, for listeners who are unaware, uh, that means he was Taylor Swift because, you know, he was, it was like when Kanye, um, took her award from her and, and said, up. you know, um, um, I'm gonna let you finish, but Beyonce had the greatest music video of all time. An- another incident,
2: I have to add, with days of white people discourse
1: about it as well. Oh, yeah, but so, in that case, in yeah. that case, the discourse really was carried on. And I'll say this because I was part of that discourse back then, first time I ever went on TV, was to explain why the president called Kanye West a jackass and what, me- <laughs> and what memes were because this was a different time this was 2009 and CNN did not know what memes were and so i oh was I, I was the meme explainer i'm not even joking um uh but but in that case the president called him a jackass so in that point it honestly did become like a real story uh like you at that point it is, it, it, it's a story when, when the president is, is caught off mic opining that, that, that Kanye is a jackass. That's pretty, that's pretty great. Anyway. I mean, he um, is it's they, well, just a fact. <laughs> he is, but, but also, but I'm just saying in the context of all that and, and, and the discourse was very different from what the discourse of this stuff was like, it was, it yeah. was, some of it was, was overblown, but it, but it was a very different sort of thing. Um, anyway, this blows up. This happens, uh, keep in mind about 25 minutes before Smith then wins the Best Actor trophy, as we all knew he would, because he'd won every other big award up to that. And, and the the Academy wrote, votes and in, in blocks typically, and so you know the, the majority of, of the membership had, for the the guilds they're part of, had already awarded him Best Actor. So it was it was clear he was going to win. And then he spends his like six and a half minute acceptance speech, like crying and being. I don't honestly, even know. honestly a
2: weird speech. Like, was, well, can was, we just say it? It was it's a bad speech. It was a little speech. unhinged. It uh, was, it yeah. seemed a little, especially with the moment that it happened, it seemed grandiose and it seemed to, it seemed really divorced from the reality that we had all just seen. 100%. And, and also seemed to excuse what had happened oh, 100%. in a way that was it, it didn't feel genuine and no, i no, think it, it made it worse
1: oh oh I, I definitely think it made it worse i think that uh, uh barrett uh thurston wrote a great thing in um puck which i will see if i can get a share link to because puck news which is a great newsletter that if you're interested in a lot of um stuff around uh like uh industry and business and whatnot, but they have a great kind of Hollywood thing. It's, is it's, that
2: the one that Julia, uh, what's her name? The, the Ukraine woman, she's, she's a senior person for that, right? Um, oh, we'll,
1: we'll talk about uh, that. Ju- Ju- Julia yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, it, yeah. Puck, 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 News is really, really good. Hollywood, Wall Street, Silicon Valley, Washington. But, but, uh, one of, one of the founders is, um, um, uh, Matthew Billioni, who was used to be the executive editor at the Hollywood World Reporter and um, Baratunde, uh, uh, who, who's disclosure is a friend of mine, um, wrote a really actually a lot of their reporting was good. but I'll see if I can get a share link. But Baratunde wrote a really good um, uh, piece about like how he thought that like obviously he has the uh, you know um, uh, like the foresight of like you know hindsight to be able to write it, but but how Smith could have maybe salvaged things in his acceptance speech regardless right. he didn't do that uh it, it, it was meandering it was kind of excluding things he didn't apologize to chris rock but he did apologize to the academy and kind of beg for them to like invite him back next year um and and uh went on to kind of like try to draw his own parallels being like i guess i i guess it is you know life imitating art you know like i I'm <sighs> implying that, that that the actual richard williams who serena and, and, and venus williams's father who he he played in in the film king richard You know, uh, basically kind of like drawing his own analogies between like uh, that real man and um, his action um, uh, minutes earlier. Regardless, I I don't think either of us want to spend a ton of time like with with, with the discourse on this. But
2: I would I I do want to talk a little bit about the aftermath of this. Oh, yeah. No, I think the aftermath is ridiculous. So. You know, when this happened, like everyone else on Twitter, Sunday night, I tweeted about this way too late. I got about six hours of sleep for Monday because I stayed up too late just watching it blow up, right? It's a dumb, stupid thing that, you know, ultimately the way I feel about this is, look, I grew up in Mississippi. This is not the first bars fight I've seen. It's not the first man I've seen do something really stupid and emotional in a moment, right? And for me, honestly, it was just more entertainment, right? Oh,
1: yeah, 100%. So then, then Monday rolls but, but, around. But, but, but then the freaking discourse starts.
2: Right, the discourse starts. And I want to be really crystal clear here. If, like, for Black people having this discourse about the harm that some people feel that Will Smith did, or like you know, people suffering with alopecia or any of that stuff, that's this is not my barbecue, right? Like this is y'all's barbecue. I support that. It's 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 your conversation to have here. What I cannot freaking stand, and what has just driven me back crap for days now, Christina, is watching every freaking white person that I know take this incident and cram it in to their pre-existing politics and spending days writing graduate theses about this and crappy clickbait articles and all this other stuff with grandiose statements about how we cannot normalize the violence of the Trump administration. We cannot have a situation where comedians are afraid to tell jokes on stage. Oh my God, it's all it, like comedy going to be canceled at this but, point. But, but
1: but also, also right. we cannot, how, how dare we disrespect, um, um, you know, a multimillionaire who has been very right. public about her life that, that bothers me too. Like the a whole 100%. discourse, all of it, like it's either, and, and, and how triggering it is one way or another, if you're using the word triggering about this event, right. uh, I said, I, I said this online, you need to log off. Yeah. I, and, and, and I, and I don't mean that disrespectfully. I mean that sincerely, like if, yeah. if this is the sort of thing that is, is truly bothering you on any sort of visceral level. That is fine, but then you need to log off. Um, yeah. My, my opinion, and look, I, I I think everybody can comment on this. I obviously think that when you get into any of kind of the stuff with with racial stuff, that should only be discussed by by the black community. But this was something that it was a viral moment that happened worldwide that we all observed. People want to share their feelings on it, go sure. for it. But I, I but, certainly but, did. But yeah. but 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 my but my opinion on this is I think that there were two appropriate responses to this. One was to go WTAF.
0: And, and, yes, and, and to comment yes. on the
1: spectacle of it. And yeah. then the second response was to meme it. Like, I think that those are the only two valid responses.
2: Right. And, you know, I'm not saying you can't have an opinion on this stuff, Absolutely. right? If you're white. What I'm saying is the four, look, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, it's now Wednesday night, and people are still going at this, right? It's like, if you are a white person, like, freaking out about this, Days later, find something more important. This was essentially a bar fight.
1: Yeah, well, right? I mean, well, essentially, what we saw happen, and 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 this is, I, I saw a lot of, I think, people who were, you know, like, and, and this is kind of how I view it. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm taking any of the, the the socio, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, sociological aspects out of it. Um, is that we saw a man kind of uh, torpedo his career in yeah. in in one move. Like, like the the fact of the matter is, at this point, the the academy their initial response, and this has actually become a, an additional kind of part of the discourse. This, to me, is actually more interesting than than the ridiculous, like, hand-wrung discourse about people who are so upset one way or another. Because you have half the people who are very, very, very upset with Chris Rock. How dare he make that joke? How dare he say anything that that, that even slightly, you know, like, like uh, punches down? Although, he's not punching down. I, whatever. As I said, his 2016 joke, which was true but was funny, that was 100% meaner. That was, like, way, way, way meaner. Like, if, if you're, you know, If something was nothing to slap worthy, in my opinion, but, but if you wanted to really get mad, like, honestly, like the, the move is, I think most of us can agree with this. You don't hit people. You especially don't hit them on national TV. You don't do that. This is the sort of thing. Like, as you say, it's a bar fight. You hit the guy at the after party. You go to, you go to the gold party afterwards and you hit him there. Right. Or, 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 or you use your acceptance speech to make a comment about how hurtful and shameful and, and like, shame him, right? Because the thing is, is that no one would have made any comment except maybe to drag the joke and talk about how it was in poor taste. No one would have said anything more about it if he hadn't gotten up and, and you know, uh, slapped out of uh, Chris Rock. But he did. Then he won. And then, the, as you said, that the speech made it worse um and and this is somebody who up until this point you know has had like a, a like as a sterling kind of uh, reputation um like not even the scientology stuff could could really kind of get him down not even the the hellacious media tour which i'm sorry but is part of this that, that that he went on for his book and his oscar campaign uh and 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 all of his red table talk stuff like not even that really like could could diminish the fact that like Will Smith was going to win the Oscar and that everybody loved Will Smith. And and I I, I don't know the guy. I'm sure that he's a, he's a very nice guy and people make mistakes and people have the ability to grow from that. But we watched a guy basically torpedo his career in, in yeah. a few minutes. And that's interesting because the Academy's response, uh, and they've released like three or four statements now, which is hilarious because they can't get their story together either, was because people were asking, I think, very valid questions, which is, why was he allowed to stay at the ceremony? Those rules about violence were put
2: into place after the Me Too movement. Yeah, they make sense. And either the rules apply to everyone or they, they don't to, exist. Well, yeah. not only
1: that, but they've had previous things, in fact, because you've had streakers at the Oscars. You had um, famously in the 70s when, when Marlon Brando refused to um, accept his Best Actor Oscar um, and and he, he sent a, a, a Native American woman um, to do it instead as a protest and, and then apparently, like, the, the reports are that, like, uh, John Wayne had to be held back by security guards to keep from storming the stage. You've had other incidences where you had people on stage where I think there was, like – I think it was for a documentary award. I don't remember what year it was where one of the, um, uh, I guess, winners, they, they were kind of at odds with each other and um, kind of, like, got way too into the personal space of the other guy. Like, th- this is obviously the first time that you've ever had – That something like this happened, where where the the presenter has been attacked, but you have had on you know like stage issues before, and so the normal thing would be, and I think that if it were anyone else, anybody else in that room, I I think that they would have been uh, told to leave. And and in fact, the the Academy's latest statement is saying that they that that he was actually asked to leave, uh, and he refused. Um, I, I don't really know about that cause it, I, I'm really waiting for the good reporting to come out on this, which I'm sure will be coming because, um, all of this stuff is, is still up in the air. Cause apparently what happened with the initial reporting was saying was that at the heat of the moment, cause you have a number of different, uh, entities who work together on the Oscars. You have the, um, Academy of Motion Pictures Arts and Sciences, um, uh, and which is like their board and like the, 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 board of governors. Then you have the show producers who are running the show. Then you have the network, which in this case is ABC, Um, and, and then, um, you also have like a bunch of the talent representatives and other people there. So you have a bunch of people who are all, um, kind of, you you also have the hosts who apparently have not been apologized to and, and, um, they all seem pretty upset about, uh, or at least two of the three of them, Regina Hall hasn't commented yet, but Wanda Sykes and Amy Schumer both commented on how upset they still are over what happened because (sighs) it reflects poorly, you know, on, on, on the show that they worked hard for. Sorry, go on. No,
2: no, no. I was I was gonna say, I saw a lot of people criticizing Amy Schumer today about, uh, you know, her saying she was very upset about this. And I kind of thought that was unfair, just because, you know, she was, like, there was that mass shooting that happened at her film, right? Sure. You know, and that really struck her. And I can... I, I can see like an event like that in your life making you really sensitive to, you know, like seeing violence as a, a as an expression of something. I, I could see that being yeah. very upsetting. And that was just a context I had. I, I thought yeah. it was slightly unfair myself.
1: Yeah, I, I personally criticize her for using the, the phrase is triggered and traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. I think that if she hadn't said those two things, everything else she wrote was completely fine. I think yeah. that I'm sorry, but I roll my eyes when I see that. And I and that's not to take away from any but I roll my eyes when I see anybody who's been triggered or traumatized by this. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is this yeah. is was it an acceptable act? 100% not. Was Chris Rock in any danger? No. It's the same reason we dragged Judd Apatow for deleting his bad tweet about, you know, how, like, he could have been killed. No, he couldn't have been killed. That wasn't going to happen. Let's not blow this up into something that wasn't. It was a completely unacceptable action, but no one was going to get killed. And it's a slap across the face, and it's not cool, but let's also not pretend like he was shot at. Like, come on. Um, th- 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 this was not the source Awards words where someone was actually shot at. Um, I, I feel so
2: strongly when people talk about being triggered or traumatized online. You know, like I'm someone I've had clinical therapy to like get over that, like real CBT, like years of that after Gamergate and all the death threats. I, mean, I feel really strongly like if you don't go get therapy for like if something is that clinically upsetting to you, like I, I'm not saying this to be judgmental. You're giving that event all the power in the world over your life. It's stealing your life from you. Like, go get help. Work those feelings out because you can't ask the entire world to not discuss something or not be a certain way. You've got to go go get some help and desensitize those response. I mean, I would be a mess if every time someone talked about like a, a death threat or a rape threat online, totally. I was I was at that place. So no. I, I I agree with you, Christine. It's like, go get some help. Like, yeah, and, and that, that's
1: not that's not to take anything away from it. Like, and also it's not to say, I don't think that Amy Schumer doesn't have any right to really be upset by it, even if like- Sure. I might quibble with those words, but that's me being judgmental and, and she can say whatever she wants to say, but I understand why people dragged her for that. That being said- I think that if if I were a host and I were in that situation and I felt completely out of control because the hosts have the least control of anyone, they aren't the control room, they aren't the producers, they aren't the people running, you know, the the show itself, they aren't, like, management. So she can't do anything about this. And then she has to go on and and make – you know, because, you know, they, they present the award, then it went into um, a, a, an in memoriam section, then we come back and we do something else. And, and and she has to kind of make a joke and try to get the show back on track, which is what the host's job is. And And at this point, nobody can really think of anything else. Um, and, and, and I have to imagine Juana Sykes mentioned this on, um, Ellen, the, the full episode will be out next week, but, but they released a video of it today, you know, that she felt like it was pretty messed up that like he was allowed to just kind of sit there and then there was a standing ovation and all this and that. So you have to imagine that for people who were bothered by it, it seemed like not only were there no consequences, but at first anyway, it seemed like the response, at least from the people in the room was to celebrate Will Smith and, um, uh, even if you agree that he was like, e- even if you're of the opinion that his response was understandable and that, and that, it, that, that he, he, you know, that the, the joke was rose to the level of him getting out of his seat and, and slapping someone, even if like you agree with that and plenty of people do, I still feel like that is, um, it, it's, a, it, I, I can see how that'd be a weird position where you're like, okay, but we're, we're going to all of a sudden now in the room, like just completely pretend like that didn't happen and and you know lift this this person it's it's a weird thing but anyway the 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 now the academy is saying that he was asked to leave and he refused um which okay uh, and and there was um Matthew Bilioni again at um Puck talked to some uh, producers, to some uh, past Oscar producers, who were like, "I don't know how I would have handled that," which is a great point. Which is, I, I do have some, uh, a-, a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, sympathy for for the Academy at a certain point, like. What if he if he did refuse to leave? Do you want to cause a scene? You only have so much commercial time. Do you want to cause a scene? Do you at that point too, the audience seemed like they were on his side? Would you have a revolt where you have way more of the talent walking out too? Right. Do you, do you want that to happen?
2: It's a no win scenario. It is no Academy Awards famously have had racial issues in the past where with very, very few a women, B people of color, even eligible to be able to vote for the for the Oscars, right? right? And you know this shows in the outcome of films that win. I'm sorry, it just does. Uh, so you know it's. It, it's a no win scenario because then they're walking into this absolute, very, very politically charged mess. Right? No, totally,
1: totally, and 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 I think and you also were doing this literally during a live showcast. So I, right. I, 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 I don't, I don't fault them for letting him stay because I don't know how I would handle. Like it was surprised me that he was not asked to leave during the commercial break, but at the same time, I'm also like, okay, how do you again? How do you ask your biggest star to leave the show? When you know he's about to be awarded this award and and be the the fourth actor to you know only, only the fourth black actor ever to to win it um and and so at that point like like yeah because like, like what what do you do there right um yeah. so I I I don't know um but that did seem odd to me but it is the academy I do have where I will totally like come down on them is they've had like five different statements like they first they were like. Not really saying anything. The producer was like, well, told you, you know, to tune in, which not a great comment, dude. Apparently, he also, like, left immediately and went to parties instead of cleaning up the mess, which, okay. Um, then you have um, – then you had them, like, being like, oh, we're going to do an investigation. Then they released a statement saying that they strongly condemned what happened. And then, you know, today they, like, further released a statement basically being like the board of governors is going to meet in two weeks and look at what type of, you know, sanctions and things that will apply – um obviously I do, I will say this. I do not believe he needs to lose his Oscar. That would be stupid and that would be no, dumb no, and that would extend no. this. If you yeah. want to if you want to suspend him for 6 months, which I think is pointless, but whatever or or if you want to make him, you know, do some sort of PSA thing or whatever, that's fine. But no, the guy's going to keep his award. Like Roman Polanski still has his Oscar. So you're you're not taking Will Smith's Oscar for for this. But I feel like it does uh Unfortunately, I feel like every single day, I'm hoping the discourse will stop. And yet, it's like there's another thing that's just keeping it going.
2: I just, and I agree with everything you just said. I I guess the way, I think the reason Will Smith laughed at the joke at first, and and maybe this is, Maybe this is me being silly, but I certainly have never read anything about Jada Pinkett Smith talking about alopecia. I've read stuff about her cheating on Will Smith, but I have not read stuff about that. I thought it was a joke about her short hairstyle, which right. she has had since my God, what Matrix Reloaded? I mean, that's just her look, and she's gorgeous. She completely pulls it off, and I mean, she's stunning. And she does kind of have the same haircut as GI Jane. and yeah, that's and that's the way I took the joke. Maybe there's a deeper, darker meaning there that I just missed, but I I I don't know.
1: I mean, I knew I was aware, but like I'm, I'm on Instagram more than you are. So uh, sure. for 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 celebrity stuff, which is not a a good thing, I might add. Um, <laughs> but but like I I I was aware because she went again, and this was all during their ridiculous um like promo campaign for one of their things. But she talked about how she was having to shave her head because like the the alopecia was getting worse, and this and that. And so it's something she's she's you know been open about struggling with. And so when I saw that, I was like. Because at first I thought the same thing, and then I saw her eye roll, and I'm like, oh, right, because she does it intentionally for for reasons. Having said that, like, okay, again, you're like a really famous person. And in my opinion, the jokes that Regina Hall was was making about their marriage— were a lot worse and, and kind of, like, more personal than, like, the hair crack. Now, that's me. Now, I, I also I, – I'm not a black woman. I don't have issues with my hair or anything like that. But, but for, for me, people talking about, like, my, my pseudo-open relationship and, and getting, you know, down with other dudes and my entanglements, having that on main that, again, they put it there. So, you know, it's fair yeah. game. But, like, like to me, that, that's, like, way deeper than, than a hair crack. Like I, I couldn't like,
2: agree more. Like to I me agree more. if it
1: were me, I think the correct response would have been, and if Will Smith wanted to shout, you know, um, shut the the up, you know, from the from the stage, maybe that would have caused a little kerfuffle, but that would have been one thing. I frankly think that Jada should have just flicked him off. I think they yep. should have cut to it and should just flicked him off. And then that would have become a minor thing. Oh no, she, she she flipped the bird. But like to me, that was that that would have been that would have been it. But I, I think, you know all of this though was was completely superseded in the whole discussion like Jade is not even part of this anymore that's 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 the most uh, interesting thing that's what's thing.
2: so weird about it right like she had that instagram post today where she's like today now it's the time for healing or whatever and it's like yeah you know this is it's the hollywood bs like I, it's just meaningless it's like spirit, pseudo spiritual and it's ultimately pr in a way that feels Ultra phony to me. Oh, yeah.
1: No, it feels really hollow. Uh, I I think what also didn't help, like, he was then like filmed, like, at at the after parties, like, dancing to his own songs and stuff, and like celebrating that at all the after parties while Twitter was, was, was blowing up, which is the worst thing to happen, right? Like, this is one of those things where it's like, um, you know uh it's, it's like it's like Justin Sacco like on on the plane after she sent a bad tweet and you don't know what's happening and so it's like he doesn't realize that this is all going in in two different directions right because and and it was going in two different directions but uh this was I, I will say this and I want your take on this his acceptance speech was just bad I, I, I yep. tweeted this it was it was the IRL example of someone trying to tweet through it yep and <laughs> it. and and, and, and and look, I've learned. I I tried at times, and and I've I've I, I stopped myself before I went too far. But I've made the mistake of trying to tweet through it. Yeah, just just shut up. Like honestly, yep. like like do not try to tweet through it. Like when this stuff is coming for you, like it, just take a breather and just just log off. Or in this case, give a very contrite apology to everyone for your behavior, and then thank you know, the people that you want to thank for for your awards. but it, You don't it,
2: have to attend every argument some jackass, like, invites you to, right? Uh, which is why I think Chris Rock really deserves some real credit oh, yeah. for how he handled this. I cannot, like, that shows... Just all those years of stand up and and work on his craft and being able to oh, think yeah. on his feet, I, it was just a masterclass in no. in handling that. Yeah, I'm not to, I'm not saying anything about the joke.
1: No, I agree. I'm just no. saying
2: he oh, he handled I, I, that very well.
1: No, I couldn't agree more. I was like watching that. And I was like, there is no way I would have been able to handle that that well. Like it was, you know, he he made the comment. He took a breath. He made a pretty funny quip about it being the greatest night in history of television. And then he introduced the category. Right. And 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 like that is freaking showmanship. Like that yep. is I I I certainly like and I consider myself good on my feet. There's no way I would have had the the ability to do that. And I don't know how many people would have. I think that a lot of people would have wound up in a situation like Ashley Simpson doing a jig on SNL, you know, like going to commercial break. Like I I just, I just I don't even know what you do at that point. And also to be very clear, a lot of people in that position, my sister and I were talking about this. If Will Smith had, had smacked me across the face, I would have hit him back. Like, yeah. I don't care how much bigger he is than me or any of that. Like I would hit him back and, and, and it would turn into a fight. Cause at that point, like somebody's just hit you, right? Like I, I think that a lot of people's first response would not be to just like, let it go and, 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 you know, and, and move on and be an adult about it. Like I, I, I would have, I would have hit him back and then you would have had a brawl. And then at that point it really does become the source of wars. And like, that's just like, it's the Oscars. You can't do that. So someone's going to be so mad because we talked about this for so long.
2: Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we should wrap the show. We should up wrap now. the show. Up. So one hour, 10
1: minutes. I know. So apologies listeners. We promised we were not going to talk about the discourse. Then we, proceeded to be hypocrites and to it this
2: is really simone's fault and not ours so. i was gonna say
1: simone yeah. if, if simone hadn't like maybe been like being poisoned then <laughs> then none of this would happen with us um okay so what are you
2: doing this week christina all right
1: so i am starting a new job that is what i'm doing this week i am going through employee orientation yes 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 my my old employer owns my new employer but I have completely different healthcare. I have completely different like benefits. I have different payroll. Oh, no. I have different internal systems. I have different emails. I have different everything. So I'm going through new employee orientation, um, but it's great. And um, I'm just at this point. I'm trying to get kind of like caught up in and you know figuring out like what my new job is. That's what I'm doing. So I am I am knee deep in in new job stuff. What about you, Bree?
2: Um, I am on fire drill for an election and uh, got a giant set of checks this week, of which I have to spend very quickly. So I'm on a fire drill to hire the entire uh, team that you need to respond in an election. So that is what I'm up to this week. All
1: right. So so you're going to hire the, the, the um, same people that meta hired, right?
2: Yes. Yes. We'll Or we would be the meta people, I suppose, in this situation. So. Fantastic.
1: Fantastic. Hire, hire some operatives, um, and, 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 uh, get, get, get some good stuff. We can All do right. That. Um, Bri, where can people find you online?
2: I uh, can find me on Brianna Wu on Twitter.
1: And you can find me at film underscore girl on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me at film girl. That is all one word. I know it's confusing uh, on a uh, GitHub. If you want to follow my stars for cool projects, I'll just plug that right there. Uh, and you can find Simone, our illustrious host who we hope is not being poisoned at a uh, doom quasar on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And you can find her videos for work at youtube.com slash polygon.
2: Wait, did you give people your GitHub? Did, I did you give that to people? Oh my God. My, I use my real name for everything everything. everything i do not use that on github for like the chunks of unreal code that i have on there because a woman on github like you have everything fought and i learned that the hard way yeah yeah no no god uh,
1: well no here's the funny thing so my github account i've had it since 2009 i'm like one of the first hundred thousand users or something um which is my nerd cred i suppose um and um That because I didn't want to create a new GitHub account like for for work I wasn't gonna do that so my like online identity like my work identity like my Slack name my email everything is is film girl
2: oh wow that's awesome
1: yeah so yeah so so you know um I'm 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 but it's all one word rather than underscore so I I realize that's confusing but I couldn't do underscores they don't let you do underscores in GitHub usernames which is frustrating but anyway. That's um, neither here nor there. Um, so, so Brianna Wu uh, on, on Twitter, um, Doom Quasar for Simone, Film Girl of various spellings for me. All right, this episode of Rocket is terminated. Terminated.